0: Hello, and welcome back to Brocagium. I'm Brenna Grasco McTiernan, your host for this podcast, as I discuss with you my own experiences with the strange and unusual and delve into some of the subjects of interest and research I've looked into in attempts to understand them a little bit better. As always, I want to give a huge shout out of thanks to Hilary Zozula for the beautiful art she made for this podcast. If you'd like to check her out, please do. You can find her at Hilary Zozula, Z O Z U L A, on Instagram. I want to apologize for not putting forth the podcast on divination and uh, psychic abilities in June. June was a really tough month. Um, I think a lot of us felt that energy. Uh, for me personally, it felt like I was trying to walk through congealed jello. Um, it was very difficult to focus and to organize my thoughts in um, many ways. So it was very difficult to try to put forth the podcast. Um, I also realized in my formulating the podcast on. Um, divination and psychic abilities and some of the research that in trying to figure out which experience I wanted to share um, of divination or psychic abilities that there were really too many to choose from and I didn't know which one to share. And this kind of put me in a, a weird state of mind of reconsidering how I've put forth the format of this podcast. My intentions for the podcast were to, and still are, to share my personal experiences and the research I've looked into in hopes that it serves as a guiding light or a signpost for anyone else who's seeking, um, or has had their own personal strange experiences and has questioned what the meaning or validity of them are. Um, but in putting forth what I have so far in the podcast, um, and, and thinking about the next podcast of putting it forth of divination and psychic abilities, I've realized that I haven't been really entirely forthcoming. Um, in who I am, and why I'm doing this. And so I figured that it would behoove me to actually maybe take a little pause for a better introduction. Um, and so that maybe it would better serve you of knowing who's actually you know, talking to you about these experiences and why I am. Um, as I've said before, it's it's not my intent to convert or convince anybody um, of the validity of my experiences. I'm not trying to get you to leave your previous belief system or um, adhere to what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just trying to share my own experiences so that if you have had one of these experiences, if you've gone through a similar phenomena that you know that you're not alone because in my own, personal seeking and trying to understand the phenomena that has occurred in my life. I've often felt very, very lonely, um, misunderstood, and kind of confused. I wished that I had a teacher. I wished and sought out anyone with knowledge to be able to help me discern these things. And... um, in the end, it really left me in the position of realizing that I am my own teacher, that these were things I needed to look into for myself. And so that's why I have encouraged um, anyone who's listening to please be the critical thinker, make up your own decisions. But I'll share these experiences in the good faith that you are not alone. You are not alone in these occurrences. These are part of the human phenomena, the experience, the collective. Um, We don't like to talk about them. They're not often discussed, but they're very real and um, they're part of our reality. I also realized that maybe you would like or it would benefit to give a little bit more of a background into who I am. Um why I'm doing what I'm doing outside of the fact that I'm just trying to share this with you to give you a little bit more of depth of where I've come from. You know, I've said before I was raised with science and with a bunch of different faiths, myths, and religions. Those are true. Um, but giving you a little bit more depth into it that I also had, and, and probably doesn't surprise you, an extremely alternative educational upbringing. Um, I was both homeschooled in my early years, about halfway through third grade, I left public school and began homeschooling. And then after homeschooling, I attended alternative schools for the second half of my middle school and I guess what you can would consider to be junior high. <laughs> and then high school was a, a different alternative school. Um I homeschooled while I, I lived in Maryland after leaving public school there. And um and then we moved down to Tallahassee, Florida on the Panhandle to attend a small school called Grassroots Free School, um, which is based on the philosophy of Summerhill in England. Um, Free schools are based on this philosophy of teaching kids the desire to learn, giving them the freedom to learn for themselves. So um, Grassroots, I have lovingly referred to as Lord of the Flies as an educational institution, <laughs> but I do so quite lovingly. And it, it was not Lord of the Flies, but it was incredibly um, liberating. It was unlike anything I'd ever experienced in my life up until that point. There were no grades, um, no structured classes, You could take a class on anything at any time if you wanted to by getting a cowbell and walking the property and the school itself was a old converted farmhouse and yelling the name of the class that you wanted to take. And if you could get, I think it was three to five kids to take the class, you could take a class on anything. You could take biology, computer science, piano, origami, illustration, whatever you wanted. And if you didn't feel like taking a class, you were free to do whatever you wanted to with your own time. You could draw, garden, put on plays, play sports, whatever you felt inclined to do. There were about 50 kids that attended grassroots. Um, They also had a very democratic practice. We had, quote unquote, powwow every Tuesday in which all the kids would, and teachers would gather on the porch of the front building and we would go around uh, airing grievances or issues that needed to be discerned. Um, We played music on the front porch. The principal, Pat Siri, who recently passed was an amazing man um, and um, one of the head founders of the school. And I will never forget sitting on the porch and him playing ticky-tacky houses on his banjo. I attended SAIL, Student Applied Individualized Learning in Tallahassee for high school. It was a structured, there was structure, there were classes (laughs) to the school, the high school. But it was a private public uh, high school you had to apply to get in. I only had about 200 kids in the entire school, so about 35 kids per grade, so very small classes. I knew all of my teachers by name. Um, The teachers there had been there probably from the 70s forward by the time I graduated in 2000 and were amazing and committed to the success of their students, many of whom which were uh, unique, artistic, perhaps troubled, um, and a lot of them very gifted, many of them with a uh, punky colored hair and a uh, very unique um, fashion attire, which was completely accepted. So by the time I graduated high school and was trying to figure out what I wanted to do next, I had gotten a bright future scholarship in Florida um, and actually struggled if I wanted to go to college and I got in a big argument with my mom about it. Um, being that I had been indoctrinated into this extremely alternative, free, but sometimes feeling like without a tether educational system, Um, I didn't necessarily see the purpose of attending an organized institution just to get, you know, a stamp on a piece of paper, but that was completely unacceptable to my parents, so I did attend college, I knew that I wanted to leave Florida, Florida was absolutely stunningly beautiful. The areas outside of Tallahassee, Florida are some of the most beautiful to date that I've ever experienced in the continental United States. Um, And I love Florida dearly, but Florida, you crazy. And uh, towards the end of getting my associates in Florida, there were some other personal things that were going on in my life that made me want to put as much distance between certain individuals in florida and the state of florida and myself as physically possible so i ended up getting scholarships for writing um and moving up to pittsburgh to attend the university of pittsburgh for english and history up until that point in my life um i was very open-minded and uh left the door open for possibility. I had mentioned before, I was pretty staunchly agnostic. Um, but And I had experienced a lot of strange things, um, you know, up until my late teens, early 20s. But many of them, I just kind of like pushed down or ignored or kind of overlooked as being, eh, it's just a weird thing that's going on. And in the last episode that I had talked about, about mysticism and concepts of light and discussed this experience that I had after um, a lot of death in my life, but culminating in the death of a close friend of mine and a deep depression that it set me into uh, of really questioning the nature of reality and the meaning of life um, of having this experience of this profound light and presence, and overwhelming acceptance and forgiveness um, that set me about really believing that there was something else to this existence that was actually quite profound, although I was not going to have the ego hubris to try to quantify it. Um, And it was after that experience in my life that it was like a door was opened that I couldn't shut, I guess nor did I want to shut it, but then this overwhelming waves of strangeness began occurring, of intuition and visions and premonition and just oddities. And so I did what I did my whole life and with the history of how I've been brought up. And I tried to understand it better. I tried to research it. I tried to look into and, and, and understand why this was happening. Who would this happen to throughout history? Who had also had similar experiences? Because it wasn't something that anyone around me had experienced. Um, and through that seeking, it was very... It was very lonely. Um, and I did find a lot of things that that suddenly made sense to me. They, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's exactly what I've seen and experienced and something from a, a spiritual practice from a thousand years ago. <laughs> so talking about it, and I brutalized my friends with it, of telling them about it, of what I was learning and looking into. And I went through the painful process of actually exposing myself to my immediate family of saying hey listen this is very strange but I want to be able to talk about this because I don't understand it and I think that it's real and I think it's important and those were really stressful um lonely um sad times in my life and I've made many huge sacrifices through the course of of my life to continue following this path of seeking and illumination and exploration. And so that's really boiled down and very simplified. My motivation for doing this podcast is to share with you, the you out there in the ether, these experiences in hopes that it helps someone that it at the very least entertains or maybe inspires. But maybe for someone out there, it actually gives you some validation that you're not alone in what you're going through and that this is actually a larger part of the human condition and experience. Whew. <laughs> um uh, that was kind of my little, blul. uh, I am putting forth immediately after putting this, you know, out, uh, my podcast on divination and psychic experiences. But in this episode, uh, just at the end of it, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about psychic experiences, um, as I mentioned before, when I started doing research and trying to organize how I was gonna put this episode forth, um, a couple things happened. Um, one, I was overwhelmed with what I was going to talk about, which which experience was it gonna put forth? Um, and two, my mom contacted me about a podcast she wanted me to put on actually about the effects of uh, consciousness on reality which is a couple podcasts down the line but kind of comes into play with this and I started thinking about it and I was like man there's too many of these strange experiences but what came up first and what kept coming through my mind of the psychic experience thing was probably my first experience that I had of a quote unquote, psychic ability, um, which occurred when I was probably only about five years old. And when I was still living in Cleveland, Ohio, my maternal grandmother was dying. She was diagnosed with uh, liver cancer that had spread to her pancreas and only had a few months to live. And so I was in kindergarten, and when I would get out of class, because they're usually half days, you know, it's kindergarten, my mom would take me with her to go spend time with her mother. And I would just kind of come along to hang out because, you know, (laughs) I was there. (laughs) So in one of these visits... We went over and most of the time during those visits, they would talk and my mom would keep me busy by playing some sort of game with me. And one of my favorite games was this memory game. Um, I think it had like 12 to 16 cards and the cards either had like flowers or shapes and symbols on them and you'd shuffle them all up and you'd put them down in a square and then you would try to flip them over and remember where the, you know, where the pairs were and whoever had the most pairs won the game. So I had been playing this with my mom for probably about half an hour while she was talking to her mother and we're sitting in my grandmother's living room. And uh, my mom had shuffled and she put down the cards, but then my grandmother and her had gotten to talking and I was like, you know, it's your turn to start. It's your turn to start. It's your turn to start. And my mother was just like, finally, hey, you just you start. And so I remember doing it. I don't know how. I don't even remember what I thought when I was doing it. But I remember picking the cards up and turning every single one in pair succession over the entire square. And I finished and I looked at my mom and I said, I'm bored with this game. And my grandmother, who is a very strict Catholic, saw me do it. And she lost her shit. Um, She stood up and started screaming, get her away from me, get her away from me. And uh, my mom scooped me up and ran me out the front door. And my grandmother was crying. And my mom put me outside in the front yard and there was this big pine tree. (laughs) And she put me under the pine tree and she was like, stay here. And I started crying and I didn't understand. And I was like, why is grandma upset? Why is grandma upset? And my mom telling me and she was like, grandma's not upset with you, honey. She's just scared. She's just scared. Just stay here, you didn't do anything wrong. And she went back inside and I just remember sitting under this pine tree and listening to my grandmother cry and yell and feeling like I had done something Wrong, that I had done something that was um, bad. And while that's not how I was raised, you know, like I said, with how I was raised with my mother exposing us to so many different religions and faiths and myths and beliefs, I was raised with freedom, I was raised with exposure. But this very root, as a small child, of thinking that these experiences that I had and have had through my life were bad, that they were wrong, that they were somehow um, unacceptable or dangerous. And that has kind of stuck with me a lot of my life. And it was only into my early 20s that I really started embracing um, and leaning into The fact that this is a reality, it is my reality, and it happens quite frequently. And I usually do keep them to myself, um, most often, as to not upset other people. Um, But I don't think that's beneficial to anyone, really. It's not beneficial to me, and it's not beneficial to other people who I might be able to help. So... With that, thanks for listening. <laughs> and listen to me blather about stuff. And um, I'm gonna be putting out my podcast on a regular interval of um, every other Thursday with perhaps one of these introductory or you know comment sessions on the in-between weeks. So thanks for joining me. Thanks for being patient. And uh, tune in on Thursday if you'd like to hear me talk about divination, psychic abilities, and some of the people who've done research into the phenomena. Stay safe out there, guys.